Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. Christmas is coming. I'm getting excited. And we got a New Year's. A lot of great things are supposed to be happening uh, this year, at least for me. I hope that the same happens for yourselves. Well, I've just heard the news, and I'm extremely pissed off. If you haven't heard the news, let me explain to you what happened. Henry Cavill ended up leaving a very popular show on Netflix that my family and I were watching called The Witcher. We were given news that there were a couple different reasons why he was leaving The Witcher. One, the company that made The Witcher wanted to make different stories that were not following along with the original lore of Witcher. Basically, they wanted to just basically manhandle the art and the lore of the Witcher and make their own stupid story out of it. I don't know why anybody would take on a project having to do with a superhero or a character and decide, oh, we don't want to actually do anything with the character or its storyline. We just simply want to make up our own crap and turn it into our own character. <clears throat> I'm all about uniqueness and originality. But if I watch something like Superman or Batman, I don't want to see all of a sudden Batman turn into a lesbian. I don't want to see Batman all of a sudden change his outfit from black to pink with purple polka dots because the Arthur, the writer of the new show who's been given the project, decided that Batman might look better in pink. The hell with that. The albino bat or something like that. Well... Henry Cavill also left The Witcher because he was told by Warner Brothers that they were going to allow him to be Superman again. Now let me tell you a little bit about the story of this, why I am just infuriated and pissed. I grew up watching guys like Christopher Reeves as Superman, and he was the perfect Superman. He had the look, he had exactly what you expected from Superman. He was beautiful in all different ways. When Superman said he was going to do something, you believed it. He was a believable Superman. I could have lived with having 10, 15 more movies made out about Christopher Reeves, but unfortunately, as many of you know, he was paralyzed, and he would spend the rest of his life in a chair until he died. It was one of the most painful things I ever had to endure because Superman was one of those characters that really brought a lot of positivity in my life. To me, Superman was like Rocky Balboa. If you were to find out one day that after like the second or third movie of Rocky, Rocky was killed in an accident, Sylvester Stallone was killed in an accident or paralyzed where he never could be Rocky again, that would have been totally unfulfilling, unsatisfactory, not only for Sylvester Stallone, but for the fans who appreciate what was going on. Well, because Superman was so great, I literally believed that there was never anyone else that was going to be able to step up to the plate. I had never seen a man in any movies or TV shows that even looked like they could fit the part of Superman. And I had never seen for the last decade anyone who had the voice or the authority or made me believe that they could actually be Superman. 
physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, none of it. I never seen anybody that had what it took to be able to do that. And then one day, this movie comes out called Man of Steel with this fella. And I thought to myself, well, it's been a long time since I actually seen me a Superman that I believed in. Now, don't get me wrong, there were already TV shows. There was like Lois and Clark, which I could give a shit about. I was bored of that. I tried to watch that. I didn't buy the guy who was playing Superman, even though he's a really friendly, nice person in real life. I didn't like his Superman. There was Smallville, Smallville or whatever the hell that is, and that kid kind of, kind of did it. He kind of had the physicality, he was kind of believable to me, but I didn't feel like a lot of the other actors did their part in it. And it just, I don't know, something didn't mesh with me. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel perfect like Christopher Reeves, Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman. I mean, it wasn't just the superheroes, Christopher Reeve. It was also the bad guys who they brought along. Now, a while back, they ended up trying another Superman movie called Superman Returns. And the guy looked really, really close to Christopher Reeves. But there was just something a little slow about the movie. There was something just a bit off. It still felt like the like the spirit of Christopher Reeves was there, but it just didn't feel like it was it was happening. I did. I'll admit I did cry when um, Kevin Spacey, who was playing Lex Luthor at the time, stabbed him and dropped him into the water with all that kryptonite. I got to admit. I was feeling the Superman vibe in that moment, and I felt like, wow, they're they're really going this route with Superman. They're going to kill him. Well, besides that movie, even though I gave that kind of a C plus, it still wasn't what I was looking for. There was something. There was something missing. They took a little bit of a risk, but it just didn't feel... It felt like it could have done so much more. And maybe it could have if the guy would have been allowed a second chance. I don't know. He wasn't a terrible Superman. He had that wholesome, sad look to his face of, I'm a superhero, but I'm very lonely, and the world is extremely difficult even with superpowers. He kind of had that feel to him. But Henry Cavill came along, and I remember how the movie starts out. Watching his world be destroyed, just like the one with Christopher Reeves. Except for it was fancier and more beautiful and detailed and fantasy-like. Watching his father, his biological father, um, Kal-El, get smoked. That was rough. Watching his mother engulfed in flames. Kevin Costner as his adoptive father, as well as, uh, I always forget that woman's name, but she's a fantastic actress. I don't know why I forget the name, but she played a perfect mother of Clark Kent. And you watch, basically, that Superman's, they did something with Henry Cavill that they'd never done with all the other Supermans. They made it to where you got to see how hard it was for him growing up, the pain and the suffering and the the loneliness of having to protect him, you also had to protect him from himself. You got an immature, inexperienced boy who has the power of a god 
trying to survive. It was a fantastic story. And then to see him go on to almost exposing himself, which people have always wondered that how the hell did Super Kid not ever expose himself to his school or the public system and all that. You see that because of his abilities, he was not able to participate in community programs or sports because it was a concern that he might actually injure or kill other people because of his abilities. It really, really explored the the hell that Superman had to go through and the maturity he had to accomplish and how he became the moral, ethical being that he became. It really, really told you a story. And then when he finally puts on the tights, which, by the way, I thought the suit looked awesome. Henry Cavill looked awesome. In fact, I think that he looks a lot better than Christopher Reeves. Um, the way he speaks, the way he talks, everything about him was perfect Superman in my heart. And then the bad guys, they fit perfectly. The guy who played um, Zod. Man, I can't believe I forgot the guy's name, but he's a great actor. In the matter of moments, he can go from serious to screaming and yelling and really make your, your asshole pucker because of how intense he is as an actor. All of the, the enemies were perfect. Um, the return of the father is the consciousness, Kurt uh, Russell Crowe. Sometimes I get it mixed up and say Kurt Russell when it's actually Russell Crowe. One of my favorite actors, one of my favorite movies, Gladiator. I mean, the damn movie was perfect all the way down the line. And it even had, they even changed out my, um, the boss of the journalist place. Uh, with Lawrence Fishburne when the guy was originally white, and I didn't have any problem with that. I love Lawrence Fishburne. I think Lawrence Fishburne's great. So, I don't know. So, he loses his job as the Witcher. He does a cameo appearance on Black Adam, which I bought the movie, by the way, and watched with my kids, and I thought it was pretty damn badass. I didn't go in with a lot of high expectations. I just figured, all right, this is The Rock. He's going to play this character, Black Adam. Let's see how this goes. I actually thought the movie was 100 times better than what I expected it to be. I knew it would be okay because I like rock movies. And I know that The Rock tries to do the best he can to entertain. That's If you smell what The Rock is cooking, I used to love him in WWE. I've been following his career since he was a dopey idiot in WWE before he turned into The Rock. I've really watched him grow as a person. So I expected good things, but that cameo... I've watched so many video reactions of how people acted in the movie theater when they seen Henry Cavill show up, and it was like a godsend. It was like, yes, they're bringing him back. I didn't really care for the Batman versus Superman thing. I felt like it was, it was just ignorant. It was just like out of nowhere, these two men were put against each other, and... Batman, even though I love Batman, and I had no problem with Ben Affleck's interpretation of it, watching him beat the shit out of Superman like he was and almost kill him 
was extremely difficult for me to watch because I loved both characters and I did not want to see them killing each other. I don't mind seeing heroes fight each other for a little bit, but if they're fighting to the death and one almost completely gets murdered or gets murdered, I can't handle that. I can't, uh, I, I can't stand that crap. It was extremely difficult for me to watch the animated version of Doomsday and the comic book where Superman actually does get killed. I didn't, my kids and I, we actually sobbed during that. We didn't like that at all. I don't know what it is with people's fascination with uh, making the villains the hero and then wanting to see the good guys get pulverized and murdered, which is one of the reasons why I think that the Avengers happened. People just wanted to see what it would look like if the heroes lost, what it would be like if they got pulverized. People become very sick. It's like they don't want to see good things happen. They don't want to see justice happen or the right thing happen anymore. To them, their idea of fantasy is to watch good people die. It's sad. So in a nutshell, to finish this up, I'm extremely displeased because it was said to me for the last couple months that Henry Cavill was going to return as Superman and that great things were waiting for him. So I forgave the concept of, okay, my Witcher show's over. I'm getting my Superman back. So I figured it was kind of a trade-off. But then the company says, no, we don't want to do Superman we don't want to do Henry Cavill. We want to do a younger, like, Superboy type of crap. Now, this really pisses me off because for the past year, I've listened to them say, we don't want to use Henry Cavill because we want to have a gay, homosexual Superman. We don't want Henry Cavill. We want to do a, um, a black Superman and completely alter the universe and everything like that. Instead of make an alternative multiverse version of Superman who can be black, there are black versions of Superman. They wanted to completely revamp Clark Kent in our universe with, with that. I don't have a problem with there being black comic books here superheroes. It's just that I know that Henry Cavill is not an immortal. He's not a man that can live forever and ever and ever in real life. Letting years go by with this talent is is a damn crime to me. He's getting older and older and older and he's the perfect Superman. Right now he could still do a couple Superman movies and, you know, fulfill a legacy there, not just be stuck with Man of Steel and that Superman versus Batman garbage and then that uh what was it the Justice League and the Justice League was a damn horrible film too except for the Zack Snyder's cut I ended up buying that four hour damn movie and it was great I don't know what's wrong with these people that cut out two hours worth of movie that was fantastic for what why do that for why Why would you cut all that off? Well, some people may not want to watch it. Well, that some people kiss my ass. It was a four-hour movie of superhero awesomeness. You don't just fucking cut two hours off of the movie and say that's the day. We're done for the fucking day. What are you talking about? 
So yeah, I'm pissed. James Gunn or whatever his stupid name has decided that we're not going to have any more Superman films. He wants to make a Superboy film. I don't recall hearing anybody on the fucking internet ever say they want to see Super Dog, Super Puppy, Super Gay Black Person, Super um, Kid, Super Boy. I don't remember anybody saying they want to see Supergirl be a feminist, woke person. I don't recall me or anyone else sitting down and saying this is what we want to see. We keep on saying Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill. And when we're told Henry Cavill is going to be the Superman that they're going to put money into and invest in, we all get excited. We all get internet boners. But suddenly we're told, fuck no. After being teased with the cameo of Black Adam, fuck you, DCEU. I'm done with that company. I screw them for that shit. I'm going to have to turn the video off, folks, because the more I talk about it and think about it to make it, the more it makes me have violent images in my head. It makes me feel bad, horrible. I feel like I was promised the best cookie in the world, and then I got fucked over. Somebody gave me a shit sandwich instead. I'm really unhappy about this. Well, that's all I got to say. God bless.